0: Hey Jess, how does the guitar part go? It kind of sounds like doom 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 doom. Oh, like this. Take my pod, take my cast, take me where the shows don't last. I don't care, I still see episodes I pay to stream. No more din. No more moff, no more take that helmet off. Now that Mando's off Disney, you can watch Firefly with me. Pew, pew. Hey, I didn't see you there. Just kidding, I saw you there. You came here to watch the sudden But Inevitable Rewatch, where we take Josh and Kylie, our two first-time viewers, through the show Firefly, one week and one episode at a time. I am your host, as always, Jesse. I will also be your captain. With me, just like every other week, is our bonafide companion, Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky D. How are you doing this week, my friend?
1: Doing good. Happy to make it through another
0: week. Oh man, I heard that. Uh, How long did it take you to dig yourself out?
1: Huh. Uh, got everything out Monday. We had Monday off of work, luckily. I probably spent, uh, between all the guys that were in the neighborhood, there were just a whole bunch of dudes in the neighborhood shoveling and snow blowing and doing all that kind of stuff. Probably only took me about 45 minutes, which was cool. I appreciate all of that. And uh, made wow. it to work the next day, so not too bad.
0: I'm a little bit jealous. It took me about four hours across two days. Uh, Of course, I have a north-facing driveway, so, you know, that definitely played into it.
1: I'm in a cul-de-sac. I'm in a cul-de-sac, and I was kind of parked at the very top of it. So, (gasps) cul-de-sac bad, parked at the top,
2: helpful.
0: Not so bad. (laughs) With us, additionally, this week, just like they always are, are the aforementioned two Firefly newbies, Josh, who is the head of the Twist My Arm podcast, and his co-life host, Kylie. Kylie. Josh
3: and Kylie, how are you guys doing this week? We're good. It didn't uh, take us nearly as long to get out of my bad. Wow, jeez. <laughs> we found a treasure, guys. No, it's cool. <laughs> 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 Whew, um, no, it didn't take us nearly as long to dig out of our driveway. Although Kylie does work at home, so I, I you know,
4: I didn't need to. Yeah. Um, and to to your point, I we have a west facing driveway? Yes. So the sun Mm -hmm. beats right down on it, which is nice because we don't have a shovel.
3: (laughs) Yes. Luckily, some awesome neighbors came and helped push me out of the driveway into the street so I could go to work on Monday. His
4: little tiny baby (laughs) car, yes. So. So I've
3: been in the situation where I've had to scrape
1: ice off of my windshield with a credit card. Oh, yeah. Are Mm -hmm. you doing the same kind of thing to shovel your driveway? Is that where you have to uh, Get some kind of makeshift uh, item.
3: Well, I borrowed my neighbor's snow shovel, ah. so that was nice. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, I, just, f- I just went for it, man. <laughs> Very cool. And I just, you know, hit the reverse and went for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every day that I stepped outside, I looked up into the
0: sky and went, Gee, thanks a lot for nothing, the sun. Uh, <laughs> before we go any further... I would like to say good morning to Callie D. I know it's about 4.30 where you are, uh, 4.45 in the morning. And also your mother, Rona. Good morning, Rona. It may not be 4.30 where she is, but oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Happy birthday, Callie D. Happy birthday. Happy birthday
3: to you. No, let's not do the whole thing. That would take too long. Hang on. That is so cool. I have something for this. Let me just get it really quick. (laughs) Uh, hold up, hold moment. up, just just hang on Filibuster, I filibuster I You're good?
0: For this. While he's doing that we're also going to say hello to Shepherd Rosie, we're so glad to have all you wonderful brown coats ladies with us <laughs> You're all the best, thank you so much for being here And spending and her birthday with us at 4.30 in the morning <laughs>
3: It was also Alan Tudyk's birthday this week. Happy birthday to Alan Tudyk! (laughs) Okay.
0: I think that might have been the most fun that we've ever had at the start of a podcast, you guys. And I didn't even know that that was going to happen. That was really great. Happy birthday, Callie. We're so happy to have you with us. And thank you again, Rosie and Rona, for joining as well. You guys... We've already said hello and thank you to so many people, and we're not even done yet. We have one more person to say hello and thank you to. This is a very old friend of mine. He is what they call in the business a professional. This, ladies and gentlemen, is my friend Jake Hartline of HeartlineShorts.com, where you can go to get weekly short stories. Welcome to the show, Jake. How are you doing this week?
2: I'm uh, I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Happy birthday, Kelly D. And hi to all the
0: brown coat ladies we have a. I missed the dance a, party but I did, I did it <laughs> well you know what this is the kind of podcast where there might be two dance parties in one show very so, very, very possible um i just want to say really quick again thank you for joining us jake um, i've been reading on heartlineshorts.com for the last couple of weeks since i saw you post it and it's been really interesting for me because I you know you and I went to high school together and I knew some of the uh what should we say some of the basis for like your creative life I feel like and I was you know there playing make believe with you and we were in theater together and we did all that you know imagination style stuff together and then to see what you've created is like man this guy has like just taken that and run with it like you can definitely see that your creative process is born from passion and caring about what you're doing so that's yeah, I was part checking of why we wanted to have you on the too. show
3: they're uh, they're really cool man yeah well thank yeah. you all we, we so it. sweet of you yeah. yeah
0: yeah we like passionate people here and that's kind of all that yes. we have you know, in our orbit. Um, yeah. If you watched us last week, you met Sean from Cheap Seat Reviews. The week prior, we had Megan Carla from the Bed, Wed, Behead podcast. And we also had Cameron from the Green Shirt podcast. And we also had David Black from the Spatial Anomaly Patreon. We are just swimming and wonderful guests. So uh, no pressure, Jake. None um, at all. <laughs> don't feel
2: any pressure. <laughs> Nothing. Good.
0: I appreciate it. What and, uh, show is the score is... again? this is this is the expanse it's on amazon you're fired and it's got (laughs) so anyways you guys thank you all for joining me thank you all for joining us we're just we're tickled pink and all the colors of the rainbow to have you here with us and as you know josh and kylie have never seen firefly before and we are watching along with them one weekly episode at a time. This week, we are discussing Firefly Season 1, Sorry, Episode 10, War Stories. However, before we do that, we need to issue some corrections to some gore mistakes we made last week. We like to be responsible here at the sudden but inevitable rewatch. So, this first one is on me. Last week, during the introduction, I said normally that would be it for our interviews. But we have one more person what I meant to say was, normally that would be it for our introductions. And that's just stupid. Oh, my and God. And as soon as I listened <laughs> to it, I was like, oh, this is driving me crazy, so I'm going to have to say something. So there you go. I said
3: something. Um, for those of you that listened to the podcast right when it dropped, too, and, and heard a bunch of dead air, uh, apologies for that one. That would have been my mistake as well. Uh, it is fixed now, so you can yes. hear Kylie and I beam on to... <laughs> the the firefly So
0: what happened, yeah, and it totally wasn't even Josh's fault. What happened was the transporter beam actually interfered with my subspace signal, so it was sort of on me for not (laughs) filtering that out at, you know, in real time. So I apologize for that too. Um, Josh and Ricky, have either of you figured out what I'm going to say next? I might. Go ahead. When I'm doing
1: my introductions, I believe I referred to uh, I said they were uh, written by, let me see, I'm looking up, for Ariel, I said it was written by Alan Croker and Jose Molina, and I should have said directed by, oh, sorry, I'm losing my spot here,
0: Alan Croker, Croker and written by Molina. And written know. by Jose Molina. Um, No, but I like this version where I have you guess and you come up with something I didn't know about. This is definitely oh. the way to go. <laughs> Josh... Josh, do you know what I'm I got gonna nothing, say? Man. I got nothing. <laughs> okay, so I know I know you were talking about be... it earlier,
3: and I've been preparing all week right. to banish myself. And so.
0: <laughs> and here's the thing, okay? Like, I really I really was planning that, and I still am planning that, and it's coming. But like, the more I thought about it, the more I felt like, no, this is a beautiful moment. This isn't a moment of like contention or like. I was right, and you were wrong, or anything like that. It's just a moment of pure clarification. It wasn't a I' just so happy that we thing. have right i am just really happy that we have access to a very solid answer here so um, you may remember last week the crew of the F- Serenity they got this little extra ship together, and they flew it down, and they did their thing, and they came back and somebody was like, "'Oh, what kind of helicopter was that that they used' And I was like, I took, I took a minute to say, I don't know. I don't know what kind of helicopter that was, right? Oh, and Josh geez. got upset. He was like, dude, just say I don't know next time. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, you think I can be less verbose? You think that could happen? But anyways, as I was listening back through, we got to the part where Zoe uses the paddles on that guy's back, right? And that <laughs> guy, like, just drops to the ground. And this led to a long conversation about defibrillators and do they stop hearts? Do they restart hearts? This, that, and the other thing. Oh, God. And (laughs) the more I thought about it, I was like, Josh and Ricky are doing exactly the same thing I was doing, but they're looking it up and then going, I still don't know, but I think so. So I'd just like to point out that you guys did the same thing I did. And to be 100% fair, I got the actual answer from Callie D, who has a little bit of cardiology experience. So... She does, she's a woman of a thousand talents, right? I guess so, so yeah. <laughs> if you if you it's basically we were all we were both right. If you use it on somebody who has a stopped heart, it can restart it or, you know, give them the right rhythm, fix the arrhythmia. If you use it on somebody that has a normally functioning heart, it is very very likely to just stop that heart, causing cardiac arrest. So we were both right. I really wanted to, like, slam it down and be like, boom in your face. I was right. You were wrong. But actually, we were both right. So I was like, maybe I should temper it and just explain it a little more evenly keeled if I could. So this is pertinent information. Due, due to, and due to the nature of that, I have invented a new segment. It's very fast. After which I think we can all agree that I will have thoroughly beaten this moment into the ground. Welcome to banter like a brown coat, in which we take the circuitous route to some book learning on some fancy vocabulary. In this episode, War Stories, Wash says, she's terse. I can be terse. Once in flight school, I was laconic. Laconic is an adjective of a person's speech or style of writing using very few words. See also terse or my personal favorite, taciturn. Example, Jesse is not a laconic host of his podcast. This has been Banter Like a Brown Coat. I love you all, and thank you for indulging me. <laughs> With that, let's go ahead and turn it over to Ricky.
3: Well, that's the show synopsis. today, guys. Thank you all for watching. Uh, I had a great time. <laughs> yeah, man, thanks for joining us, Jake. It's been, it's been real, man. You had a great time,
0: and you learned a fancy word. So yeah.
3: Oh man! Hey, cool. I'm I'm glad. And you know, I'm sure Justin would have like, because Justin from another uh, couple other shows in the in the podcast network would have probably reamed us for being like. Ooh, I don't know who you're I talking, talking about. about. Oh yeah, I forgot you and Justin. I don't know. Made, like, a thing. I don't know who you're talking about.
0: <laughs> oh, are you guys like,
4: fighting? There's like, right like right now?
3: a rivalry. Between. Is Josh
0: cutting out for anyone else? I can't hear him. He keeps going. <laughs> we need to talk. To, uh, we need to get a, uh, Is that just me? <laughs> That out? Oh, that's probably on my dude. end.
3: No, I am no snare in my headphones. But anyway, yeah. <laughs>
0: so man. with that, man. if anyway. we could, let's <laughs> hand it over to. Oh, really quickly, Josh and Kylie. I gotta say, those seats look really comfortable. <laughs> like, dude. I'm a little Thanks, bit man. jealous of your very cool Sorry. flight seats. <laughs> like, Flying in on the on the it's Falcon, it's Italian. So. It was,
4: it's Italian leather. Yeah. Can you yeah. see? something, something
0: oh, could fit a Wookie. <laughs> oh, that's. That's yeah. very well done, Kylie. Absolutely right. That's yeah, very I, well done. I, can I can I
3: pat Jake's head? Is there a way I can? Yes. Pat Jake's. <laughs> Jake and I were kissing earlier. That was pretty cool.
4: <laughs> I saw. Oh, it'll it. happen it again was, later.
3: Yes. Kylie was getting very jealous, which is kind of a big thing with this episode. So, <laughs> I guess, yes.
4: Yes. So. Beautiful
0: segue, Ricky. Do your thing, man.
1: <laughs> All right. <clears throat> This is War Stories. It was written by Cheryl Kane and directed by James Contner. (coughs) War Stories. Angry that Zoe and Mal have an unshakable bond as war veterans, her husband Wash demands to take her place on a seemingly routine mission. Mal begrudgingly allows Wash to go along. They are captured by Niska out to restore his reputation after they failed to complete the robbery he commissioned in the train job. Zoe has only enough money to ransom one of them. She unhesitatingly chooses Wash. The crew band together to rescue Mal.
3: Hell yeah, that was was awesome, dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it's the understatement of the century, right? Like, the crew band together to rescue Mal. Yep, that's as simplistically as you could put that. Thank you for giving us the synopsis, Ricky. Um, Mm -hmm. So right away, we've got Simon and Shepard Book, two very intelligent characters in the same room. They're about to have an intelligence off, and we're like, what's going to happen? And then Shepard Book starts quoting Sean Yu, and I was kind of like, huh, that's interesting. What did you guys think about that scene?
1: I did not remember it. I don't remember the whole Sean Yu... Uh, plot line going through this whole thing, I think it's interesting the way this movie or the way this show is changing when we really put it under a microscope, and it's also amazing the way everything holds together. Uh, just the, uh, they're holding, they're putting more Asian influence into it, and like I just I remember all the torture, I remember all of that, but I don't remember this Sean Yu and this I know your best friends better than you do because I tortured them. And I learned and I met the real person.
3: Which is crazy because that's like the biggest thing for me in this episode. This whole episode was a parallel to that Shen Yu mm-hmm. like opening sentence that he was talking about, you know. And even to the very end when Mal says, do you really want to see who I really am yeah. right now or whatever? Like that's it was all just calling back to that story of, of Shen Yu and or Shen, Shen Yu, Shen Yu. But I, I, I liked you. the I like the parallels for sure. And it just like that opening scene just set the entire episode. And with that opening scene you could kind of like you know, going back and, and watching it, it's like, oh, they they described the entire episode in this first five minutes. Which is yeah. kind of cool. I enjoyed the uh
2: the parallel that Book has with Nicola. I can't remember what his name Niska. is. Uh, Niska. Niska Niska. Uh I just found it really interesting for Book's character as like a shepherd to also know this like, kind of a war type, uh, art of war. Maybe some sort of, Whoa. you know,
3: dude like got all up into the war later on in the episode, right? Like, of course, he knows all about the a art of war. Homie looked
4: like he knew what he was My doing. My goodness,
3: yes.
2: it, it gives you a lot of somewhat. questions about his past.
4: Yeah, yeah a little, little
3: bit
0: somewhat hazier about kneecaps. That was yeah, like, oh.
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: that was cheesy but, and still managed to be good.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Rona, thank you. T- she says, "To be fair, if any of you were laconic, there wouldn't be much of a podcast." And that's a very good point. And yes. uh, Rosie sums it up: the beginning of this episode, so much torture. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, Definitely a reiteration of the Niska character. And I have to imagine that they did it, be, you know, they did it so extensively because most people hadn't seen the first time that this crew met Niska. Um, so I appreciated it there and to get sort of, you know, a, you know, oh, remember, he's kind of an insane guy who's really into the, tor-. you're like, oh, right. Okay. I remember him now. Yeah. He was, he was bad. Um, you know, you know,
3: what gave it away that he was bad. <laughs> you know, it really gave it away.
4: The
0: accent.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In my notes, there's that bad guy accent. Yep. (laughs)
5: That's for me.
3: In this opening scene, I really
0: like that it feels like uh, Simon isn't paying attention, right? Like he's reading brain scans and he's not looking at Book. And then he goes, what do you think? And without missing a beat, Simon says, sadistic crap legitimized by florid prose. Tell me you're not a fan. And Book doesn't really answer him. He just kind of keeps going with the thought exercise right so what i wrote was is this book's way of asking what happened with river or like what is going on what is the angle that book is working here um but i also definitely got the feeling that book reads this as literature whereas niska reads it as like uh you know what niska reads it like
3: (laughs) Um, (laughs) i do like the the yeah like a how-to I was into just that opening shot from going when book is talking about this whole torture th- the shen shen Yu thing or shen Yu thing and then it like zooms out and it like zooms out like it's like it's about to say meanwhile at the legion of doom and then pans over <laughs> to the satellite <laughs> I just I really like that. I wish they would have done something like meanwhile at enemy or whatever <laughs> villains satellite
0: back in torture town i had a moment where i was like i was like if his skyplex orbits that planet why did they choose that planet to make the drop and then i was like well it can probably move right like
3: it's not necessarily a stationary plex um which i really liked the the sci-fi aspect of they're on one side of the planet and the villain is on the other side of the planet and they kind of because you never mm -hmm. see that in other sci-fi shows or sci-fi movies like like Star Wars, mm. for instance, how many times are they like, oh my God, there are Star Destroyers on the other side of the planet. Like, they just come in right where they need to be at all times. For, the, for plot convenience, you know? No, usually it's,
0: here's the planet that's slightly occluding the Death Star, and here's the Death Star getting ready to come out from behind it. Like, sure.
3: it happens, but, it's just that... But they're at the right place it's,
0: at the it's right a, time,
3: every time.
0: Right. <laughs> yes. And it's the thing that i like about it is that it's a little bit like it's like it's a small universe anyway right right like i'm sure that it's meant to illustrate yeah and i'm sure that it's meant to illustrate that niska's reach is very you know long but it's it's also like it's still the west like you could run into anybody in the space west in any space west town and that could be bad you know especially if he's from wherever he's from i don't want to get into it again um one bad line, are bad guys when they're all. you talking about Russia? Oh no, Germany. You mean <laughs> when they're when they're eating their apples right before Mal like tells the story about heads popping. Um, <laughs> there's one line that Wash has where he's like, "Yeah, it's so crazy that Jane's being so generous with his cut of our last job." You know, now if I'm not mistaken, the original airing order for this episode was right before the last episode. So people would have seen this, and then they would have seen the Jane shit go down. Is that not true, Mr. Ricky D from Best Flicks with Ricky uh, D?
1: No. Ariel aired November 15th. War Stories was November 6th.
3: Wow, so it was yeah. two so weeks after. so this aired Sorry, first. No, uh, November
1: 15th to December 6th. So two weeks later.
0: Okay, but War Stories was first?
1: No, War Stories was two weeks after.
0: Okay. Okay, sorry, I was super confused. Anyways, no,
3: no, you're good. Point B can I go off on a tangent really quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so I was watching Justice League yesterday, and I have this <sighs> working theory. Cause that the new Justice League was really good, and you know I, I really liked it. It was really, really good. The Snyder Cut was awesome. But here we go, right? So, um, and I like did some research to really try and figure this out to see if anyone in WB right now. Like worked on the firefly show or was any sort of like production person on the firefly show because I swear that Whedon took his anger out for getting his firefly show so mixed up and jarbled he took it out on Justice League and just sabotaged that whole movie to make up for what they did to his firefly like seriously you're gonna air this episode two weeks before Janestown is that a joke like, I'm going to tear apart one of your favorite fanboy films, and it's going to be the worst movie of all time one day. And there's nothing I you can do about it. Don't, I, sure that's I, don't what that I don't know that Joss Whedon
5: cares about Firefly anymore.
1: I don't know that Joss Whedon cares about Firefly anymore. And I don't mean that, like, and I, I'm Grudges not to... are a powerful
3: thing to hold on to, my friend. But right. Money, I was going to say.
1: Money solves everything, right? And sure. how much money has he made? <laughs> he still made the money even man. after screwing that whole movie. Yeah. So, like, I think Firefly <laughs> is really for the fans these days.
3: <laughs> I'm just going on another, I'm sorry that you guys had to deal with <laughs> this thing getting aired out of order kind of ta- tangent. That's all I'm, I'm yeah. doing here. Like, it just, God, man. And I'm sorry that he stopped taking your calls because that's garbage. He should honestly be looking at your short stories and looking. We films. used to
2: do a weekly call. We'd talk about Firefly, how we were gonna bring it back. <laughs>
3: back when you were in high school. <laughs>
2: back when I was in high school. He's like, As it was airing. There's this kid in Colorado that's like calling me, and he's got some
3: ideas. <laughs> he's got some ideas, man. It's gonna work. It's gonna work out. But first let me go mess up Justice League. I'm sorry. Alright, tangent uh, over. It's possible that he's it's possible that he's 14, but you know what? Um so No idea is a
0: bad idea. <laughs>
3: I hate that this was aired out of order. I hate it so much.
0: Right, but I did appreciate that at least for these two episodes we get the consistency there, right? Like, Jane had a rough go of it in the last episode, still made some money, and now he's being really generous. I like that that sort of tracks with how that guilt and that shame might stick to that character. Mm -hmm. And And it makes so much more sense The insecurity, Right, and the guilt and insecurity is definitely a theme that will play through the rest of the episode. Um, I really like, Go ahead. Sorry, I felt like there was an "Is Jane
1: dumb?" moment really early in this episode. Oh, Did stop it! I've been ha- it? I'm
3: hanging on to it till later, man.
1: <laughs> oh well, I thought uh, when Zoe was talking about the Griswolds and the apples, and uh, <laughs> here you go. Kaylee was like, "What's a Griswold?" and Jane just comes strutting out of nowhere. He's like, "It's a grenade."
3: Well, there you go. Is Jane yeah. smart? That's the Is Jane so smart moment.
1: We we wandered back into Jane's element. Mm-hmm and all right. of a sudden exactly. he knows exactly what's going on.
0: Yep, he knows what it is, and grenades are extra.
3: Yes. So. Oh my God. grenade apples, <laughs> by the way. How terrifying is that? I love oh apples. Oh my gosh. And like, what those a were sad good story. apples, too. Those and apples the thing I took so from that
0: weird. whole story yeah. is that this is why Zoe takes orders from Mal, because when all those apples came raining down, everybody was like, oh, let's eat apples, she said, Captain told him to wait. And so she, so he was immediately like, ah, do not eat apples from the Alliance. Like, that's a bad idea. And then everybody got killed except for him and Zoe, who listened to him. So for her, that was her, like, oh, his instincts? Pretty freaking spot on, willing to ride or die with this guy. I think that was an
3: important... Especially considering
0: the rest of the episode, Absolutely. I think that was an important yeah. part of that story. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, and her loyalty to Mal is unprecedented to yeah. like most, you yeah. know, number ones to their captains. Like she but, does yeah. things without questioning it because she trusts his intuition. That's
4: just one example out right. of h- how many. You right. know, she's been with him for how long? Right. Of how he was, he's like always right.
3: Right. Like how many times did Commander Riker question Picard? And like.
4: Um, like, huh, only huh. when it, only
0: when it was constructive and
3: necessary. Don't even get into that. No, no, no but so, but, it, but it happened um, a lot. Zoe doesn't do it as much with Mal. She just automatically oh, trusts no, no, no. him, like no matter
0: what. Unless he gives a stupid order, in which case she just directly she's, contradicts it for the good of yeah, the crew. Yeah. Sure. Like, I'm not saying I'm not saying she's a bad number. I one. just Trust I just me, don't, don't see as I'm much, much
3: of that happening. Like like with other examples of. Of number ones and their captains, that was the first one that came to mind. But like, yeah. I don't see it as much with Zoe and Mal that I do with other. Shows, I feel I
0: like suppose. Chewbacca is constantly just trashing Han Solo's ideas. Dude, if we, we could have subtitles
3: know. for Chewbacca, it would be the greatest comedy of the century.
2: <laughs> it would be nothing but <laughs> nothing but racial slurs and him
3: just him just. Sh- Man, if I could eat you, I would. Oh, he would just so, be so mad, just talking about. So like two D two and Chewbacca subtitles would be the best.
0: So, so you're right, Callie. One side note to Star Trek, and I do go into instant defense mode. We call that shields up. I, know, right?
3: I, I can't. I can ever can't ever bring up Star Trek without getting immediately blasted. Well, it's because I assume you're
0: about to like be mean to it. I don't know why. Oh, I dude, do.
3: I like Star Trek. Why um, do you always assume that? I know because you guys are uh, always in competition. God damn! Hey, um, set phasers to fun. Uh,
4: yes, yes, agreed. <laughs> yeah, let's
0: do it. Jake knows what's going on. So, um, also, why did Mal say twenty thousand miles? He's like, hey, we're twenty thousand miles from our next thing. That's meant to indicate like three minutes, right? Because that, like, you're in space. Like,
1: we got miles later 20, on too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's like twenty thousand miles has got to be the same as being like, get your shoes on. We're we're basically at grandma's.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say miles is
4: not a unit of measurement that you usually use for space, but yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, like so, Jake, is... really quickly, I just have to, Jake, if you go back and and listen to our older episode, we did posit a fun theory. If you take all of Jane's dialogue and transpose it onto Chewbacca throughout <laughs> the Star Wars movies, it probably makes it way better. Like if you, I'm going to like, hey, work on yeah, that. Yeah. Sure.
2: I would watch that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, speaking of characters in their element, Josh, you mentioned Jane being in his element with the grenade. Um, Zoe is in her element in any conversation that involves verbal sparring I loved when she just squinted a little bit and said you're losing the high ground here sweetcakes I was like that is very gracious of her to let him know that on his way down (laughs) I
3: wish I could be that gracious while fighting on that whole scene with the whole jealousy thing do it Kylie do it Kylie what's happening right now
4: I don't tell
3: we us how did you feel? And you were like you were like what the hell why is he so jealous
0: Remember Firefly? <laughs>
4: no, no, I remember. I just <laughs> No, I remember. That. i just like I don't remember what it, like cuz there were some moments in the episode where I was like oh my gosh, wow that I would remember and I just
3: I was just trying to bring you into the conversation. <laughs> okay.
4: I was like, did oh, I say okay. something in particular?
1: No, no was, I, I, I've got my things okay. to say.
4: It's fine. I have
1: some interesting <laughs> thoughts about this scene.
0: We'll be the judge of that. Go ahead.
1: Uh, all the times that every time Zoe and Wash were arguing, Zoe was filmed to be taller than Wash. She was mm. filmed <laughs> to be more dominant than Wash. Mm. If you look Is up their there? heights, no. You can look up their heights, which I did, Zoe is five foot ten, or uh, Rosario? No, not Rosario Dawson. Whoa, dude! Uh, <laughs> Muted.
0: Gina Torres. Gina, Gina Torres. Torres is
1: five foot ten, and Alan Tudyk is six foot tall.
0: Oh, so they're both taller than me. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks, Mickey. So two inches. But apart, good note, Really?
3: Come on, man. Muted.
1: Uh, uh, but you know. no, but like, get <laughs> me back in there.
0: But he back makes a good it. point. It was she, shot she, the
3: way that it filmed. was spoken. That, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like any scene to with Tom Cruise. You.
2: i really liked uh in the the dialogue of their fight how they would shoot little barbs but it would also end with like a sweetie or a pookins or one of their little pet names and i thought that just said so much about their relationship because like yeah we're mad at each other but like we're not but this is definitely something we need to talk about
0: yeah And this has got to be the framework for a lot of the fights in the Washburn marriage, right? Well,
4: and you got to think that there's probably not a whole, whole lot. But when that does happen, it's probably as civil as... Because that was a heated argument, but it was still pretty civil. Yeah, I I wrote down, does Wash
0: (laughs) not remember that Mal is his boss too? And that if Mal gives him an order, he has to follow it? Like, he seemed to forget. He's like, well, I'm just episode. gonna go do this. And he I'm really like, did. Uh, Jealousy uh, really clouded him uh, that his works. judgment
3: on this one, for sure.
0: Yeah. What he kind of cake, Kelly?
3: The rank of master in this one.
0: <laughs> well, you may sit on this council.
3: Cake at four AM is cake.
4: like the perfect thing to do on the birthday.
1: It's if it's breakfast cake, I assume it would <laughs> be true. carrot. Oh.
4: I
0: did like well,
3: washes. Probably uh, birthday cake. I like to watch his comment Sorry, at the Beginning ahead. of that, I am a large, semi-muscular man.
4: Semi-muscular. Oh, chocolate and cherry. Ooh.
3: Why don't I have okay. chocolate and cherry? That cake? sounds like my
4: favorite, <laughs> and I haven't even tried it. I know, right? That sounds
3: can we? Holy cow, Excuse us. Can we just we go get some cake? <laughs> yeah,
0: the sudden but inevitable podcast is brought to you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, excuse me, Josh and Kylie. I want to know what you guys thought of this scene with River, um, where she seems a little insane. I wrote down the lines, walked with my feet, and then I wrote what I think that means, and then I wrote heard with my ears, and then I wrote what I think that means. What do you guys think those lines mean from River?
4: Um, That was one of the scenes where I yelled something, um, and I was just like, oh my gosh, poor honey, because... It seems like what she was trying to say with her metaphors was sometimes she thinks normally, she's walking with her own feet, thinking with her own mind, everything's clear and then all of a sudden she's back in this place where she like can't function, can't communicate, can't, you know, portray anything that she's feeling. And um I just for somebody who is so smart and somebody who has that sort of brain capacity, that's got to be the hardest thing in the world. It's like um, how I envision, like you know, Stephen Hawking mm. has all this like mm. stuff to say and you know all this stuff in his mind, oh, and man. he can't even he can barely say words at all. Like that's
3: a great freaking analogy. So
4: that's what is I that, was kind of thinking. Yeah, is crap. poor sweetheart, like this has got to be really tough. So.
3: I don't even want to... She Dang. described it all the best. I can't even top yeah. that. I mean, that was wonderful. I, I had poor River. She's really struggling in my notes. Yeah, she's having a, h- a hard no. time. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: River, hard day. Okay, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to take a shot at this. I'm going to take a shot at this, Rona. Schwarz- oh, my God. Oh. Schwarzwald oh. Kirschtorte? Schwarzwald Kirschtorte? Is that... I said farts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
4: even try. You're gonna just is like murder. Is that anywhere close? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jesse. That might. That probably be this better than be. any guess well, that I could do.
3: Oh, if it's close, we're gonna. We got our episode name. <laughs> no doubt. I
4: can't. I, hey, look it at does that. Look good. I can't.
3: Not see bad. Very <laughs> nice. Not bad. <laughs> Happy birthday, Callie D. Schwarzwalder course okay. mm, 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 <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. I,
4: I'm so sorry. It's, it sucks so, to feel ignorant.
0: <laughs> I definitely... No, it's okay to be ignorant as long as you're willing to combat your ignorance with knowledge. And I know Josh is okay. willing to do that, so it's yeah, okay. Absolutely. It's true. Um,
4: <laughs> oh, I was just talking about him, all of us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say it. Kylie is winning the episode so far. Yeah, for Uh, sure. Jake. For sure. So I definitely forgot that the counselor in this scene was a woman. Um, The music here is a little too, eh, eh, see, two girls for my taste personally. Uh, What did did you think of this scene, Jake? Uh,
2: Yeah, I didn't remember that the councilwoman was a councilwoman, the counselor. Uh, my honestly, my favorite part of it's Jane just kind of mugging yeah, yeah, yeah. his way through it, and then I'll be my bunk, and you know, yeah. But uh, and then you know I mean, he was eating that apple off of his knife.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so good.
4: It's just standing there, all weird. My notes, it's like he had a Jane on the just as something.
3: barbaric as ever.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Good way to put that. Good way to put that.
3: I'll be in my bunk. I dig it. Good lord.
4: good lord
0: um i also wrote so the deck scene that that i wrote down was the one where obviously the washes are in the shuttle with mal and they're having their argument and they're they're all trying to stake their claims right i wrote mal is nowhere near as in charge of this exchange as he believes he is and neither is wash look at zoe's eyes (laughs) zoe's eyes say it all like
4: I'm pretty sure we're all scared of Zoe. Yeah, she was like, Everyone. oh, you
3: you want to go on this? <laughs> I'll be there to rescue <sighs> you in 10 minutes. Well, go. I think that <laughs> Mal
4: knows that Zoe could probably best him with wits if she if it really came down to yeah, it. So we could I best think
3: him in anything.
4: I mean, I may, mm-hmm. Perhaps, really, yeah. I think, a I think he sees woman. Zoe
0: as his better.
4: Mm. I, uh, yeah, it's Especially probably. Especially after this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, my God. Okay. I just have I mean, all these things I, I want to talk about, but it's later in the let's, episode, so. Dude, let's
3: do it right now. we, we <laughs> No, we go for it. Sy- <laughs> we'll do yeah. the synopsis. Yeah. Do it up.
0: We gave the synopsis, <laughs> Kylie, rip.
4: Um, oh yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I just um everything about the episode was just so crazy and like <laughs> um I guess I didn't even realize I I was con- so confused about why they were fighting about marriage and having sex with Zoe. I was like, what the actual heck? And then after... In the the torture
3: chamber? Yeah, yeah. And then in
4: the end, like, there, you know, it comes to fruition, like, oh, my God. Mal had this plan this whole time. This whole Mm -hmm. time. Mm Mind-blowing.
3: Yeah, I... I Kylie, like, when we were watching it, because when that scene's happening, that whole torture scene, which we're obviously skipping ahead so far, but, like, that whole torture scene was...
4: You you, know, c- you like, said go ahead. Like, yeah,
3: no, but they're but they're yelling at each other the whole time about you know the jealousy of Wash and how he thinks that that Mal and Zoe slept together and and all this stuff and like as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my god, Mal is using us using this as a distraction. He's mm-hmm. using this to keep Wash from freaking out mm-hmm. and like yeah. spilling the beans on everything.
4: Well, uh, so I was uh, I took a shower after the. Um, the episode and that is obviously <laughs> the best time to reflect on life and whatever right so i'm sitting there Singing thinking up, they're talking you know about like, like wash said something like oh my god if he hadn't have done that i would have cracked or i would have broke or whatever yeah, it is mm-hmm, that he said mm-hmm. i don't think he was necessarily talking about spilling the beans i think he would have cracked like gone crazy and like would not have made it and died or kind like of died thing. yeah yeah like he would have
0: he would have um, asked to be killed. Like, yeah,
4: because he almost yeah. died even, you know? He's like, oh, well, you know, and then, like, and that's when Mal's like, oh, my God, well, I'm going to get back, and I'm going to fuck your wife. Hey. And, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, hey, your wife is hot. <laughs> yeah, rah, 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 rah. right, dude? And, like, <laughs> so who knows? Maybe he would have died. And so, yeah, so that's, those were the parts it. that I jumped I just, at, that I screamed at, you know? It just
3: makes you realize how good of a captain mm-hmm. Mal is. Because he knows he his is. crew yeah. so well that when they got caught, he immediately was like, "Okay, we need to change the subject right now to keep him distracted." Because it started right when they were blind, mm-hmm. and and he was like, yeah. he was like, "You should yep. stop talking as much." But he knew right then and there that if he kept him, yeah, talking about something else, he wouldn't give up because he's so passionate about Zoe. Like Mal took his love for Zoe and used it as a tool to keep Wash alive, yep. which was really, keep really cool. Keep that adrenaline pumping. Yeah, and, to keep him yeah. like thinking about the fact yep. that, you know, his, his wife could have done things with him. And I, I don't know, it was it was a really, really good episode for Mal and Wash, I think, to see their dynamic and to see how yeah. much Mal actually trusts and um, knows Wash uh, compared to how mm. much Wash really knows his captain, which I think that's a good captain to like still kind of stay mysterious but know your entire crew. You know what I mean?
4: But then, you know, towards because the end of the episode. If you live with a man. Sorry, go ahead.
3: If you live with her for, for 40, 40 days, years, or you 40 will know
4: days, him. Yeah. yeah.
0: But if you put him at the edge of the volcano, right. that's the yep. day you'll
3: meet him. And, and so, again, that whole thing from the beginning of the episode. Um, and yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: And he was, uh, you know, afterwards, after the whole experience, I mean, this whole time wash wanted the to go out to battle and come back with a story and he got exactly what he wanted
3: yes he did he Um, changed i feel like he changed he did
4: well and then he well he he changed in a good way in like a very growth kind of way but he also was like let's do this you know like i have (laughs) have
3: ditched that hawaiian shirt for a rambo style attitude and vest
4: (laughs) And it was cute. It was cute because yeah. he also earned his stripes. You can't say that he mm-hmm. didn't earn being a badass after what happened.
3: And Mal earned his yeah. respect and trust way more. Yeah, in this he earned his. Well.
4: Re- yep, and then also Wash probably earned you know earned was, Mal's respect, a, was, but but yeah, was but, but a, Wash got it in the end. Yeah. At, like, yeah. the thing with him and Zoe. He's go. like, okay, maybe Mal's kind of freaking great, just <laughs> maybe not sexually, you know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry, Ricky, go That's ahead.
0: exactly how Kylie feels.
3: <laughs> you were talking
1: about Wash earning his stripes, being part of the team, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, this episode did have a commentary. It had uh, Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion on it, which was a lot of fun. Oh, but nice. But Alan Very Tudyk... Cool. The entire time through filming, kept pushing uh, the writers to try and get a backstory about how Wash was actually part of the independent, uh, like fighting team, uh, part of the war, mm. not necessarily oh. with Mal and Zoe, mm. but maybe right. he was a pilot in the war and he got captured his first time out, and he just wanted to be <laughs> part of that. But they never really gave in and made him. I was going to say.
0: Yeah. And they went, um, nah. <laughs> yeah. But mm. thanks. <laughs> um, we'll give you a hot wife. Yeah. I was going to say, if we could just give Jake a minute. Okay. Oh, me?
2: No. Uh, no, I feel like Wash in a lot of the other episodes is just kind of a side character. He's in the background, he's on the ship. Yeah. And yeah. this is, this is the episode where he finally gets to go out and do things. And I love how there's while they're blindfolded, him and mal are talking and he kind of realizes like you let my wife do this <laughs> like this is what you do and he's just mad at him for you know what did you <laughs> think they were out there doing you know yeah
0: how dare you and mal goes mal goes well if she was here it wouldn't have happened this way we wouldn't have got caught first of all um, I really like the, the practical effect when Wash and Mal are flying through the desert in the shuttle. I like the practical effect of them in the shuttle. I think it was probably just like large fan blades in front of a, mm. of a light of some kind. But it was oh, really uh, well no. done because they're like blinded by the light. There were
1: actually people holding big floodlights, shining them right in their eyes. And they were complaining in the commentary about how they had to like, <laughs> squint and look away
0: right, because it actually hurt their eyes. Right, but there was like some kind of somebody was like waving a, a board in front of the light periodically yeah, to make it look I bet like you're they right. were passing through dunes and stuff. It was, I just really liked the effect. Um, <clears throat> so, back to that thing where I was saying, what if we replaced Chewbacca's dialogue with Jane's dialogue? I had another one of those. So, when Inara's client gets massaged for like three and a half seconds, she goes, That feels amazing. And then I was like, Wouldn't it be great? If Inara smiled and went, Shut up, baby, I know it. And <laughs> I thought what we should do is go replace all of Inara's dialogue with Bender's dialogue from oh different episodes. God. I think that would that might make both shows better. I was I just couldn't <laughs> wait to get that out. Oh my uh,
3: god. That's no, funny. Man. I had something about Inara too, where uh where were we at there? Cause that was a really cool um scene as well, just to see how good of like a companion she is, like, yeah, of course, it went to the sexual side, whatever, but like before yeah. that, she was just you know you could tell that people just wanted to spend time with her, just to be around her mm-hmm. because she brings this kind of calming sense. Well, like that
4: was a thing so much that I wasn't even sure if it was going to turn sexual. Right. Like, right. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder if this is just going to be like, oh, my gosh, I just want to hang out with like a like girlfriend, you know. It turned sexual, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, and it, it maybe it's a mixture. It's a mixture of both, perhaps. It turns sexual as well. You know, who knows? But, um, yeah. but it
3: was just really cool to see, like, because... Yeah. Because she's not just there for, you know, again, they're, they're reiterating the fact that she's not just a prostitute. Mm-mm. You know, she's she's there for way more than
1: just, just that stuff. So to I, Kylie I, I, and all of our listeners, if anybody's ever giving you a topless back rub, there is a sexual intent. That's not true. Like
4: that. <laughs> I, have you ever been to Massage Envy? Like, <laughs> I would...
3: <laughs> You've never uh, you've never yeah, tripped acid at a Grateful Dead concert, so that's fine. But Come whatever. on, you, you know the answer to that is no. Come on. Trade my so, shit for maybe, grilled cheese. I
2: definitely have
0: not been. I clearly have not been.
4: <laughs> you're like, you've never gotten a massage. You pay people for that. Not if you're tripping yeah, acid at a Grateful Dead I have not dead paid show. anybody for that, no. <laughs>
0: yeah. So um, Maybe
4: you should. It's an awesome experience, not necessarily sexual. <laughs>
0: They have this scene where everybody is pretending later. not to look. They're all pretending not to look at Inara and the councilwoman, right? Oh and God, uh, yeah. so, like, more like Shepherd Bench, am I right? Oh Does my God, we have that. Have in any, there. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys have any Shepherd as a Bro jokes that you'd like to
3: drop <laughs> here? Because I have one for later as well. Oh, cool. man. I just had that he's ripped.
4: Oh, he was Shepherd quite is ripped.
3: ripped, and it's funny because yeah. it looks like he was struggling lifting up, like, like he was acting to struggle last to lift one. up that last one. But I think that was just a, just a ploy to, if- to distract Jane to see, you know, to be like, yep. avert your eyes, pervert.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but and he didn't.
3: But no, no, he just he just kept looking and just picked up picked it up real quick. I will go
4: by one. bug.
0: Yeah. Okay, so on that topic. Do you guys feel like maybe book used to be it feels like he maybe used to be a brown coat too, like yeah. maybe some kind of super undercover brown coat who had a lion's i d
3: and a solid backstory or something he had
4: had he had shot a gun before he had shot a absolutely before
3: yeah he knew he knew about kneecaps yeah. and all that stuff so yeah he he knew how to how to mess people up. He's read what some of the books, books.
4: yes uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> What, All right, well i'll uh, see you guys what, next time yeah <laughs> thank you man. thank you i appreciate that
3: um what
0: <laughs> other side there you go <laughs> it, it, yes well done uh sorry, what do we sorry. think brown coat special forces are called brown, brown F- berets what shit stains uh, oh <laughs> 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 we're the shit stains you want to be on my boat you gotta be ready to get smeared across the whole of some planet at any given moment. <laughs> we ain't washed our britches in months. <laughs> yep. Last time we was on World was two and a half years
3: ago. It's also the last time we bought water. <laughs> so, so, Shepherd Book was a shit stain before. He was <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, patch okay. on the shoulder, but you never see it. I know Um, what the episode's called this week for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You wish. Um, So I'm crying. Three episodes in a row. I'm crying.
0: (laughs) Now all we need is somebody to sing. Ricky, Jake. Um,
3: So (laughs) we are. We should probably sing "Happy Birthday."
0: (laughs) Well, we can. Like I said, there's plenty of time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you guys feel like? When Mal, when Mal, when he says, when Mal says, I ordered her not to marry you, do you feel like, A, he really did that? B, if he did, did he do it just to see if it would work? Because there's no way he thought it would if he did it. And C, do you think that's just another thing that he made up to say to Wash to get him to, like, stay conscious? Jake? I think C. I think... (laughs)
2: Yeah, I think it was just another one of his his tricks to just keep Wash focused on anything else.
3: I think it's a mix. Uh, I think he used it to keep Wash thinking about something else, but I also think he really did test Zoe's love. Like when when they were going to get married, he was testing her to be like, no, you shouldn't marry him. And she was like, "Uh, F you, Mal. The power of love well, is a powerful thing. All the,
0: that's the power. Damn it, Josh, you made it be me. I didn't want yeah. it to, have to be me. <laughs> yes! <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. I see you. All right. So here's a the, here's the question. So back to the line of, once in flight school, I was laconic. Um, so... Do Zoe's vocabulary words come from Wash? And does that mean that Wash's vocabulary words are actually Mal's vocabulary words? Or do you think Mal learned that word from Zoe? I can't accept that they're both intelligent. For me, it has to be that Zoe is just this font of perfection that everybody drinks
3: at that. Yeah. I think so. I'm going to let Kylie answer this one. Thanks, Ricky D. (laughs) I
4: I don't know why more than one person couldn't be particularly loquacious. Yeah,
3: Jesse. <laughs> why can't more they, than one they person It could be,
0: but what I'm asking, <laughs> what I'm asking is what do you think the angle is there? Is that supposed to be the angle or like is that is one of them like is that what drew them together is because they're both into florid language?
4: Oh man. <sighs> I don't know. That's really a tough one. Um, I have, uh, you know, since the beginning. I need to know
0: why they're together.
4: uh, Yeah, no, (laughs) since the beginning, kind of wondered, you know, because you've got like, and again, I might not have the same sort of sexual preferences as a lot of people do, and you know, like Nathan Fillion. Um, But Zoe is this like (laughs) very (laughs) this very very hot sexual kind of you know conquest kind of thing and then there's wash who's like this like almost albino (laughs) like like very 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 average joe kind of dude so i'm gonna take
0: this moment if i could i'm sorry to interrupt i but it's perfect there's a character in the credits called vanilla husband and i'm like that's what my wife calls me and she's never seen this show so who is that character I need to know the answer, and also it could be describing Wash.
4: Wash would should absolutely be Vanilla Husband. That's great. I think so. I mean, but it would it be offensive on the I'm other sorry side? Sorry to interrupt. To call, you know, I don't know. Anywho, um, so yes, I've just kind of been wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been kind of been wondering um, where where that love kind of comes from, and there's got to be something that she really likes about him, whether it be. It's got to be, you know, it could be some sort of secret thing that she likes, like his loquaciousness, or his, um, the fact that he's got blue eyes, or the fact that he's shorter than her, or you know, what or I that mean? he's I, got two dicks.
2: Uh, I got a theory. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Jake. Actually, Actually, two dip. No.
3: And I have uh, the answer <laughs> to your vanilla husband question. By the way,
2: I look it up too. Uh, my theory is that uh, Zoe is, you know, war torn soldier uh always around gruff rough men and she found a teddy bear that is washed that's like a goofy fun eloquent speaking you know pilot sure. that's just different and you know probably treated her a lot different than some of the older other soldiers were different than Malwood and probably more emotional just,
4: and yeah, different exactly things. yeah
2: appealed to her feminine side where most of the other men would appeal to her more Manly soldier side. Not that saying women can't sense. be soldiers, but like you know, uh, yeah. traditionally, yeah. Her,
3: I, I think her most, physical... men, most yeah. men would be intimidated by her. I yeah. Say. Um. So just real quick, in this episode, war stories, this is the question. Uh, Adam Pilver is credited as Vanilla Husband. However, I cannot find him. And then the answer is his scene was cut, but for some reason the cut was <laughs> left in. He was husband to the counselor client of Inara. Ah.
1: I ended up on that exact same page.
3: Yep. So yeah. he... Google's a wonderful thing. <laughs> so he's the one that's inadequate. Husband. Hello, Vanilla.
4: Husband. No, he's so just, he's very vanilla. He's just vanilla. Yeah.
0: And Inara is very exotic.
4: Quite, quite oh, missionary. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, if I introduce myself at the start of every show as Vanilla Husband, now you'll all know why. So, um. <laughs> What is up, for First time we get. For the time we get back to Niska's Skyplex, I wrote, what is this, a factory that builds holes? Because it seems to be building a giant, like, Death Star-level shaft of nothingness. And, like, it looks longer than the size of the Skyplex to me, but I'm going to leave it alone. And um,
2: the, the outside of it seems more well-built and, like, tunnel-y. And then... Maybe it's just, like, their torture chamber, or maybe it's, like, a core, but then it's, like, just a weird rusty room that they have in this space yeah, station.
3: I, I thought it, because it's, it's circular, right? So it's circular, and then there's, like, the the lines that go through the circle. I thought the shaft was, like, the compartment that would go through the...
0: But, like, why would there not
3: be gravity in the shaft? Because <laughs> you didn't take the blue pill? Hang on, I have something for this.
4: Um. I,
3: there we go. I was gonna.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, honor to Megan Carla. Honor yeah, to so the House of yes. Bedwet behead. Shout out to Boo. That is what she said. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> I don't know what this note was in reference to. Probably just like scrawled across all my other notes. I just wrote Gina Torres is a vision. And her eyes only acting frequently rival the dialogue in this show. So uh,
1: I've got Gina Torres is a queen,
3: noise, a goddess.
1: Down at the bottom, I've got a quote from Nathan Fillion, where he said, "Near the uh, right when the credits were coming in, Gina Torres is a goddess." Nathan Fillion actually go. threw that out at the oh. end of this episode in his commentary.
2: I have Gina I Torres is an actress on the show Firefly from 2002
4: to. Also,
3: Gina Torres <laughs> was Deadpool's wife. I just, I just. No,
4: no, it was not Gina Torres. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, my bad. I'm, I'm, I'm. You are I'm, wrong. wrong. And so
3: Rosario Dawson. Wrong. No, a- no. <laughs> do not call me out next week on mistakes. Damn it! I Mary admitted that I'm wrong. <laughs>
0: Fans of the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch also know that Marina Bakarin p- played the pizza place in Two Guys, a Girl and a Pizza Place. So um <laughs> when Niska She was previously
2: cast as my ex-wife.
0: <laughs> so when when Niska cuts Mal's ear off, uh Zoe does not flinch even a little bit. She's a pro. And then she puts out of thrown up ear right over her heart, mm-hmm. right? That's her promise, like, hey, no matter what happens, even if we can't save you, I'm coming back. Don't worry. And that that scene hit me real good. I, I love that scene, despite the guy getting his ear cut off. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about that? Little too over the top? What did you think?
1: I thought, uh, I wanted to talk about the lighting in that torture room. <laughs> you were. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> The lighting, like there were just spears of light coming through what looked like bullet holes in the wall, and it was just super dark. That was a really creepy looking room. And then, like, very torture the, chambery, those, right? Yeah, the metal that they were strapped to, like the metal gurneys that were erected straight up. That was just a really cool room.
0: Yeah, and to your point, it continues that um, that theme of like painting with color and light that we've been mentioning for the last couple episodes, right? This is not, this is warm color palette, just like Serenity, but it's also ruddy and like dingy and a different kind of dirty than Serenity. And it feels unsafe. The air feels like thicker in there because of the way those spears of light, very well put, the way that those hang in the air really give you that sense of atmosphere, I think.
3: Did he use um, a Klingon knife to cut the ear off? Because I swear to God, that knife that he had at the beginning of the show was very Klingon-y. Klingonian. To me, Klingonian. Klingonian. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say something
2: that might
0: to... <laughs> go ahead, Jake.
3: Go ahead, Jake. I'm gonna
2: say something that might upset some <laughs> of you. He's
3: so mad at me right
0: now. <laughs> uh... no, I'm mad at Ricky.
3: <laughs>
2: so... So I, I've i seen select episodes of Star Trek. I've seen select episodes of, you know, Battlestar Galactica, all those. Um, and the one thing that I really notice about Firefly is that they're not afraid to be darker with their settings, or their sets. I feel like, yeah. you know, Star Trek, there's always light somewhere, and with Firefly they're able to just kind of keep it dark. It's a lot I, more natural. At, yeah, it's it kind of plays to that Western element where you don't really know who's who and who's the yeah. good guy, who's the bad guy. You know, they've got a lot of contrast, a lot of shade. Shadows, as it's sometimes and called, of... not shod. <laughs> shod.
3: <laughs> shod. I like that like, like a that park better. in the
0: shadow. <laughs> <laughs> we are a fancy podcast, so don't worry about it. Gray Poupon. You know, um, uh, you're
1: talking about the darkness. Uh, one of the things... Fox didn't like how dark this show was. And well, I don't fact, like Fox, one of so. their <laughs> one of their specific uh rules is they don't want shows to fade to black right before commercials. That way yeah. when you have those 2 seconds or so where the whole screen is completely black, if somebody's flipping through the channels and they see just blackness, they're going mm-hmm. to turn it off. They're going to go to the next channel. They're not going to be interested. Well, Firefly especially in this episode when they're torturing Mal and in other episodes, they did fade to black. So that's, uh, that's one of the rules that Fox has is don't fade to black, and Firefly did it anyways, which kind of helped forge those issues against them, and that's mm. why it got replaced by American Idol.
3: Fox sucks. That's why they're not well, around and it anymore. Makes, like, <laughs> it makes better
0: cinematic sense. Right to oh, have the face, it like it's it's but like you're watching a small movie.
1: Just because it makes cinematic sense doesn't mean it's going to make them money, and that's right. what it comes no, down I, to.
0: Yeah, it's no, I, it's, I, all, I about money, it's
1: all about money. It's all about ease. Yeah, and that's why. So not only that's why we struggled.
0: Not only does um, not only does Zoe not blink as Mal gets his ear cut off, she also doesn't blink the whole time she's leading Wash out of the Skyplex until they get through the door.
4: Because she's, she's like,
0: Then starts blinking and leans down. She's like, hey, are you okay? Yeah. He's like, he's insane. And she's like, wait, you're talking about Mal? <laughs> like, I really love that exchange between them. That was very well done. Um, also, <clears throat> Josh, if you want to throw up your Jane banner again. Um, yeah, actually, I, I when Jane says, Sorry, I was... When cool. Jane says, what are we going to do? Clone him? Ugh, yeah, that, <laughs> I wanted to bring that up. I laughed a lot. But, oh, yes, Callie D., to your point, this episode does confirm that Niska's accent is Slavic because he gives his orders out in Czech. So it's there's no more ambiguity around that, even if you and I suck at hearing it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not Jane being Thanks, dumb. Ken. That's Jane's way of saying, because I know you ain't planning on going back for him. Like, if you look at his face, he's not going oh, can we clone him because we have his ear? Like, he's not dumb. He's going, wait, you're saying we can maybe clone him, right? Because, like, you're not saying that we should go back. There's no way that's what you're saying. He just didn't say that. He was just implying it. I think Jane is not dumb. Jane is being very, very smart, actually, in that scene. What you, what's, what's your take on it, Josh and Kylie?
4: Um, you know, I don't know. I d- one of the things that I did notice is that Jane actually didn't say a whole lot in this episode at all. Um, Which kind of makes sense mm-hmm. because the last episode was very heavily about him. Um, So, I, I don't know. It was kind of hard to read where he was at with all that.
3: I just immediately wrote, yeah. is Jane dumb on that? Because yeah. I, I just assume yeah. that there probably is cloning in the Firefly verse. But that their dinky little serenity ship would never be able to do that, no matter how smart their doctor was. So, right. I, I don't know, I just... Yeah, and, yeah, I have right here, what are we gonna do? Clone him in parentheses, is well, Jane dumb? That's all I wrote about that, because, I mean...
4: <laughs> they faced worse, That's why wouldn't they go back for him? I yeah, That's exactly. what I'm wondering. And,
3: and Jane's <laughs> always up for a fight, so why are you why are you backing out by just... Yeah, just go get know, him! Yeah.
4: But this is...
0: but but this is Niska and he knows because he remember Bay earlier Badger. he's like well we might it's have been a reaver, able- though. right." he's like you know maybe we could have done this if you hadn't thrown that guy through the engine Like, which is like not really in character for him to be like you should have been less aggressive yeah
3: <laughs> like, can we talk about um, how this probably wouldn't have ever happened if Zoe would have went in the first place because of the fact that well that's I mean, the look, point that, of the episode yeah and and like I don't know I don't know, I just I just think if Zoe would have went in the first place, she would have caught that red dot on the dude's head. They would have probably gotten out of that situation a little right. bit quicker, and they wouldn't have gotten captured, and probably would have gotten away with the money and the meds. So, like, it's... Yeah.
0: Well, know. and they may have been able to... Go ahead, Jake. Go
2: on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just back on Jane. Uh, I don't think he's... I don't think he's as dumb as... He wants us to believe he is. I think he uses it to his advantage, yeah, we, so that people kind of underestimate him. Um, yeah, that's just all I had on
3: that. And I, I think that's believe that's been a recurring theme for me. us too. Is that he he comes off as dumb? Like I think in the first couple episodes, I was like, "Is this guy for real right yeah. now? Like, right. does he have a condition? How did he survive movie? this what? long
2: if he's that dumb?"
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and the more that we watch the show, I, I think the more that his Motives are revealed that, you know, he's not dumb. He's just waiting for the right opportunity. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So, and he's go, very smart episode. in his
0: own element. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so
1: I wanted to, you revealed the ear earlier, or how, uh, I guess specifically how Jane reacted to the ear. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
1: I think everybody had a very interesting reaction to the ear. Kaylee was kind of like, oh, no. Captain Ah, <laughs> Shepherd Book. This is the only time in the entire series where he does the Chinese swearing, and it's a lot of it. Hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, Jane is, what is relatively he <laughs> A lot. <laughs> oh, you don't,
0: you don't have it. Whoa, was, bro! I no, I don't. <laughs> <it>.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, I just, I thought the reveal of the ear. Was a very interesting moment yeah. in the entire, for everybody, not just for Jane.
0: Oh, fully agreed. And to, for Simon to just be all business, right? Like, yeah, I got this, this basic plastic surgery. As long as there's still a head, I can totally pull this off. <laughs> not <laughs> a big deal. Um, My next note was, oh, damn it, the score got me. I wasn't tearing up about the rescue until the score kicked in when Kaylee, Simon, and Book were loading up their guns. And then I was like, oh, now I'm tearing up. Cause she goes, if yeah. it was any one of us, Captain do the same thing, and the score is like Win-in-in. and I'm like, oh
2: <laughs> I, love, then, I love in that how uh, Wash has the smallest gun. He hated that.
3: Oh, uh what did I write goes, down for that? Oh, haha, Wash got a noisy cricket. He's yeah, a badass yeah, now.
5: Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and he gives that super great line and then goes, Kachink. Yeah. But then we we hear a proper racking, and we look up, and there's, and Jane. what do we see? Vera. Jane and Vera. My Vera, love yeah. is a fever. My
3: love. Any chance.
0: Uh, Any so chance. So now we have,
3: gets, right?
0: <laughs> yes. So now we have Mr. and Mrs. Wash and Mr. and Mrs. Cobb on the rescue team.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, look. Read, yeah. In all capitals, I wrote, Oh, look, guys, paddles. <laughs> and then he yep. resurrects. Then he resurrects Malcolm.
3: <laughs> I uh, like moving the, uh, right along when Wash says. <laughs> I like the very you know late '90s, early 2000s cliffhanger to the commercial, where it goes, "He's dead." <laughs> fade to black. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, I'm gonna go get a soda real quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, Michael,
0: it's not part of my trick. Next time, it's part of my illusion.
5: <laughs> <laughs> exactly right, like
0: exactly. Um, but I love his his. Oh yes, if you die, I cannot kill you and make you suffer. You know, that was such a Bond. Two This guy's a Bond villain, and yeah. I'm cool with it. Like I'm, I'm cool with him being a Bond
3: villain. I'm God, okay and it. I and I um, loved uh, Mal bringing up haven't you killed me enough today? Can yeah. you just back off? Like, and I thought he about it. I was like, oh, yeah, he, he did kill him.
0: <laughs> so when when Malcolm Reynolds is in a certain kind of situation and his adrenaline hits a certain percentage of his blood, he goes into um, what I like to call one-liner mode mm-hmm. where all he knows
3: is right, wrong,
0: and one-liners. Yeah. And that's Looks it. Looks
3: like business isn't running as much as crawling away. You want to meet the real me now? That was <laughs> yeah, that was pretty tight. I was like, "Oh my god, he's and I'm he's, all, he's all out of to... chewing gum." <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. During the whole so... shoot off,
2: uh, the shootout scene, uh, there was a moment. It was like, it's such an early two thousands action show type thing, but Zoe does like a sorry, Zoe. Does like a flip. The Tomb Raider moment. And then, yeah. yeah. And it's like, why didn't anybody just shoot her while she was
0: flipping? Like, flipping around. <laughs> it was, there was literally there was a guy poorly... just watched. They were in It was awe, a bad cut. <laughs> it, it was <laughs> a bad cut. Like when she stood up, the guy who was gonna get shot was like, oh, hey. Get out of here. Oh, you are gonna shoot me. Okay. And then she shot if, him. If Shepherd like, Book didn't was, take the yeah.
3: week off last week, then that wasn't a bad cut. That was just the but men was, in awe. It
1: was a perfect Tomb Raider role where she un- <laughs> yeah. where she pulled her guns out. Like, yes, it was stupid, but she <laughs> pulled it off so well. I
0: really, I really, really, we've now, now we've all done the motion. So um, I really liked, I really liked that, like, they're all trying to get behind cover and everything. And Book seems to pretty much just straight duck a bad shot. He's like, yeah, eh, and then fires another yeah. one, like, Kyle okay, was like,
4: oh my god,
3: like thought he got shot. Cool, pilot pilot right there. Yeah.
4: No, totally, because it was like, pew, all large. And then like, "I." W- why would have I ever thought that he was just like? A Jedi? You know, like, OK. <laughs>
3: it's
1: pilot instincts. He can here's, dodge bullets because he's a pilot.
0: <laughs> right, here's, here's my next one, you guys. More like Shepard Boom, am I right?
4: Am so I right? They all
0: end with, am I right?
3: Yeah, I like and I like the whole. He doesn't kill people; he shoots their kneecaps so they fall and hit their face on something hard and die. Yeah, that was
4: brutal.
3: <laughs> like, I won't kill you, but the fall might.
4: <laughs> That's on God. That's on <laughs> that God. On God right? <laughs> Whatever happens after your kneecaps are gone? It's on God. <laughs> I'll read you your rights
0: and shit. They should like,
5: <laughs> You're right. They were.
0: They were very close. Zoe almost had like that. Shepherd, uh, <laughs> promise me you won't kill anybody. <laughs> yeah, I swear I will not kill anyone. Like, <laughs> yeah. it felt that way.
1: And then um, uh, Jane was also running in there, like double fist in his giant guns. <laughs> that looked mm. super cool too. <laughs> he had Vera in one hand. He had another like giant pistol aimed out way in front of him. Yeah, no they doubt. all looked. No they all looked like superheroes. Sorry. Yeah,
0: it's gonna be really hard for me to pick an episode title this week, you guys. Um, <laughs> I feel like so that's on
4: God. Should be <laughs> when Wash,
0: when Wash says, "Right behind you, baby." I really feel like Zoe should have turned around and went, "LOL, I'm Trinity from The Matrix. You're the guy who works at the software company with Thomas A. Anderson." Like, I've got it. You don't need to come with. It's fine. Just stay here. I'll be back in twenty minutes. We
4: did laugh um, at that part though. <laughs>
3: Gosh, and every, I, <laughs> everyone came out in this just like that. Just coming out like mm-hmm. brah, brah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There was not a lot of ugly frown yelling, you know, like but I mean there was there was some ugly frown yelling, so it was okay with it. Um, so I uh, just okay, everybody take a moment to breathe. I Ricky and Josh, uh, Ricky and Jake, I totally forgot that this was where we get this scene with river mm. and like yeah mm. the split second before like i have goosebumps right now but the split second before it happened i was like oh this is it oh this is the scene i forgot about this scene i started this is texting where we get her back
1: this is where Dude, we get I the started river we know
0: Yeah, I was texting other podcasters. I was like, you guys, this is the moment. Josh and Kylie are finally at the river scene. I'm so excited, like, because it just, I forgot how it just hits you. You're like, okay, Kaylee is definitely not cut out for this. That's not a surprise. I'm totally cool with that. Okay, River might be able to hide or like do some kind of cool mind trick. What's going on here? Oh, oh no. Oh, no, no. Okay, everything's fine. All right, River wins. Okay, we're done.
3: So I'm just going to read you my note. I'm just going to read you my (laughs) note for this scene. Uh, Kaylee is way too nice. River, not so much. She's also got a great firing stance. (laughs) Quotes, no power in the verse can stop me. I should have put, whoa, dot, dot, dot. Is she the fifth element? (laughs) Did you guys ever see a... I believe it was a
0: 2000 or 1999 movie with Christian Bale called Equilibrium. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gun Kata. Okay.
0: God, you guys are so cool. I love that you guys are cool enough for me to hang out with. or <laughs> the other way around, that I'm cool. <laughs> you know what I mean. I love that I'm cool enough to hang out with you guys. But it's total Gun Kata moment, right? Like, no looking, just pick your angles and fire. Like...
4: Uh, yeah. Oh. And that's how I cool was, was like that? what is going on?
3: That's how I play video games, dude. Like when I'm playing a first person shooter, yeah, I pop seen up, it. see where they are, and pop down and then be like, "All right, one, two, three, 2 3, pop pop And it's It was like a total video oh, game Oh, I thought you meant ass with ass your
0: problem. eyes closed.
3: <laughs> no, god no. I I try to leave those open when I'm playing games. I, it's hard. Have you guys ever done like
4: laser, <laughs> laser <that's> Nice. <laughs> Have you played laser tag though? Underplay. Like, you know, everybody's played laser tag, right?
3: Never. What's laser tag? What? What are you talking laser about? Wizard, <laughs>
0: laser tag? <laughs> taser yeah, lasers are taser light. light. You can't play tag with light. What's taser face? What is she talking about?
4: Anywho, you get to see what it's like, you know, if you're, like, really in the situation. Be like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, wow, mm-hmm. I'm really super good at this, you know? I did that
3: paintballing. I paintballed for the first time in a really long time recently. And it was kind of like that where I'm hiding behind cover and I would pop up and hopefully not get shot in the face. But also try and see where, like, the the enemies were. It's just very exciting. And it's very exciting to pop around a corner and shoot people. And, like, it's a very exciting moment for River and us, the audience, to see her be a badass. You're
4: like, oh, my gosh. Is she just naturally this way or?
0: (laughs) Right. And to have that.
3: The math. I love it, Rosie. Thank you.
0: She goes, she goes, okay. She goes, one, two, three, can't look boom 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 yep. and it's done. Yeah, she well, she figured out all the trajectories, she figured out what the angles were, like we were saying the gakkata. Yeah, Rosie, that's the perfect way to put well, it. Well,
4: and I'm a, I was just like why 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 did she close her eyes? Did she close her eyes because she didn't want to see I, it happening or was she doing the math and that's why I was going to say I, I think
3: it's because she didn't want to see them die.
4: That's what I was thinking she's like I can't look and yeah. then but she knew she was going to kill them. I questioned, so many questions.
0: Kylie, do you remember earlier in the scene when she was saying, I listened with my ears. I walked on my feet. Yes. Right? Yes. She closed her eyes, so she wasn't seeing with her eyes anymore.
3: Yeah. Holy shit, did she she predict the future?
0: So that's what I'm, right? So she's walking on her feet instead of, remember that scene that we got earlier where she's like, oh yeah, it's like you get this camera going through the ship in uh, Bushwhacked, and she goes there was screaming here there was violence here right and it's like we didn't see her leave her room we saw her in her room but we also you know she's like i walked the whole ship so in yeah. this in this episode she says i was walking on my feet i was listening with my actual listening with my ears looking with my eyes you don't have to specify those things unless you have other ways to listen move and see
4: right right yeah yeah Totally. Sorry,
2: Jake. Go ahead. Didn't mean. No, yours me was way better. Go He's like,
3: you just <laughs> ruined it.
2: Yeah, I like River too. <laughs> yeah, she's,
0: she's very River. Fun. Good. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and one thing that I'll point out here, or I guess I don't know if it's pointing out. It's just a thing. I actually didn't write this down. I just had a thought. Um, this is a good illustration of the character embodying their name, right? She moves like water, she's just flowing with the situation. she's letting herself be the vessel for the action. It's a river, she's just yeah, she flows anyways, um I thought it was a little bit like I get why Kaylee would be weirded out by her after that, but I thought it was mm. a little bit too much, like it was a little bit like you know what, get over it, you're alive, and she's on your side, so chill out but for me personally, I, I think it was, it was
4: really traumatic for Kaylee, like. I think that, first of all, she would have had a hard time no matter what the surroundings were or what the people around her's actions were. But she's kind of, like, sitting here like, um, oh my god. She's seen
0: Mal kill people. Oh, you know what? Here's a question. Is it because she felt a little bit threatened because earlier she had taken the apple and she said, no, power in the verse can stop me. And then after River kills three people with her eyes closed, she does this, like no power in the verse can stop me. So it was like, oh, are you threatening me? You freaking like, is that crazy? A to I, me? I <laughs> like... took that as
4: her emulating like the strength that right. Kaylee I'm... had in that yes. moment and being yes. like, I ju- I'm strong right now because you're a badass right. and uh, yeah.
0: Right, but what I'm saying is did Kaylee misinterpret? Like, cause definitely Possibly. that's what River was trying Possibly. to do. But was Kaylee like, oh shit, I'm being threatened.
1: Like,
5: right. yeah.
0: <laughs> go ahead, Ricky there's
1: a difference between mal or zoe or jane killing somebody and little river who's just been you know relatively innocent who's been just kind of stuck in her own head and also been very friendly with kaylee whereas mal and zoe and wash and jane are friendly with kaylee but they aren't friends with kaylee the way Mm -hmm. river is so i think that's a significant portion where kaylee's like I thought I knew River a little bit and I certainly didn't know that she was capable of this. So I think yeah. that, re- that was a part of that reaction.
2: That, yeah. That was what I was, uh, that was I agreed. <laughs> my, my main thought was going to be, okay, well, what if you and Ricky are walking down the street and then you get mugged by somebody and Ricky just, you know, snaps their arm, like Jason Bourne or something. How are you going <laughs> to feel about Ricky? God, like, Ricky. It's gonna be you know, like, hang out with you, you know, more like, man. Trust. Somebody <laughs> that you know and would... trust, but you don't know them anymore.
4: Right, right. Like I would uh, be like
0: okay. I would be like, dude, I didn't know that you had such uh violent hobbies. <laughs> I didn't know like, you were the
3: one. we like <laughs> some, some cool shit?
0: <laughs> I know I know Ricky can juggle, so now all I can picture is Ricky in like a leather coat just like juggling switchblades. Like Constantly. But see, so you're gonna to look at him differently. <laughs> is anybody else seeing that? that? Is anybody else seeing that?
2: His seen what? The, uh, huh? <laughs> Ricky's hat? No. I like your hat, Ricky. The Matrix. Thank you. Like so
3: you. we're all in the Matrix now because Ricky is the one. After... So we decided oh, to my... be in the Matrix.
0: <laughs> I know. Whoa. We're trying to drive we're trying to make Jake think that he had lost his mind. Anyways.
3: Um, Oh, I lost it years ago, man. (laughs) We
0: hadn't seen Zoe cooking for Wash since Saffron offered it to her. oh, "Oh, would you like to cook for your husband?
1: (laughs) Wife soup. And then
0: in this episode, we get to see her finally cook for Wash. And he's like, yeah, just overwhelmed. And he's very excited. I will note he actually leaves the soup on the table. Uh, who wants to talk about this? You know what? Let's let Jake talk about this scene since he's our guest and this is a great scene when Wash tells, you know, Wash is sitting there getting ready to eat his soup and Mal comes in and says, all right, Zoe, Wash oh God. wants me and you to have sex <laughs> so that we can get all this sexual so I'll let I'll let out. you talk us through that scene, Jake.
2: Ride me, How ride me hard, hard I think is the, like the quote. Part that's just take me yeah hard take me hard
3: take me hard, <laughs> take me,
2: take me hard. and then they kind of go in for like an awkward kind of kiss but they're both kind of like leaning away it's like kissing your sister kind of thing i don't have a sister so Ricky <laughs> D, keep your comments <laughs> to yourself oh oh yeah it's it's like that
3: exactly like that for sure for uh, sure <laughs> yeah
5: it's just
2: i don't know that was a little
3: that, more passionate
2: I it's that's what I love about the show—is the humor behind it that they can add to certain moments and have it be kind of a deep, you know, river comes out and fights and you know saving Mal and then it just ends with you know, well, we gotta we gotta bang. He said he <laughs> he said we could we're gonna do it. Watch said we gotta bang well... this out, so we're gonna
0: do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and it didn't feel yeah. dirty or creepy. It was like these yeah. characters know they're exactly. all in we on the joke. Yeah, it still makes Wash very uncomfortable. They're oh, all really yeah. in on the joke, <laughs> right? Exactly. And I, there's, a moment, there's a moment.
2: There's uh, a moment when Zoe goes to get Wash, um, that you know he's he try they try to set it up like oh you can only take one of them kind of thing, and she immediately chooses Wash. And that's just such a no one. like a Whedon humor type thing. That's just such a joke that he loves to put in all of his things. And
3: well, I have a I have a theory on that too. Because I think it was very deliberate that it was like we need to get him the hell out of here.
0: Yeah. Mm-mm. Because, had this, because yeah. Zoe knows Mal can take this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sucks, but Mal can it's take a, this. He can Wash be murdered cannot. and
1: brought back to life.
0: Right. <laughs> Clearly, and he'll still be slinging one-liners. But Wash will be out of one-liners very quickly. Mm-hmm. So. He will be flatlining. Ha 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 ha! But the the last note that I have is oh, another note about the credits. Uh, the torture victim's given name is Johnny Shakespeare. I don't think so. That's the fakest name I've ever heard in my life.
3: <laughs> Johnny Shakespeare. You probably find him on Pornhub. my head. face with that.
0: I mean, that's that's definitely a screen name, but like, why would you pick Johnny Shakespeare as your screen name? Because he He comes comes from
3: Johnny Shakespeare, and I'm here (laughs) to torture. (laughs) I don't
0: know. No, he was the torture victim.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it? He was the victim that's right my bad
0: so he would come in oh oh you're right i'm sorry no i missed the joke i'm stupid um do you guys have any notes from the episode before we jump into our segments let's have jake go first jake is there anything from the episode you didn't get to talk about that you really feel like you gotta talk about
2: um i just the thing that i hate about the show is that specifically this episode i don't i don't hate any of it but i hate it because it started so many questions for me of just like, okay, what's Books Past? What's that about? That's something that I'm, you know, constantly I'm so excited
3: to now. learn about Books Past and, you know, right. what's going to happen with River, and I'm, I'm really exactly. excited to see more Reavers in the next season.
5: Exactly.
2: Yeah,
1: we've got exactly. lots of time left to figure it this just, all
2: out. It just There's just so many unanswered questions from this episode. That we get I, that
3: in season two, though, right? Yeah, season yeah. two. Tight, tight. Called Dollhouse. Pump. Oh, you
2: watched Dollhouse? Thank you, Jake. I didn't watch it. I just know it. it. (laughs) (laughs) I just know pop culture things. I I was going to make a Dark Angel Uh, joke earlier, but I wouldn't think anybody would get it.
0: Oh, we would have gotten it. I feel like, yeah, Ricky Ricky actually brought up Dark Angel in the first episode. I saw like
1: 7,000 commercials for Dark
0: Angel, but I never watched it. Well, and I think that he brought that show up. So, uh, Josh and Kylie, do you guys have any other notes? Yeah. Um, I do note, not.
4: Josh does, though. Uh,
3: the comedy in this is still top notch. Um, oh yeah. And that is, gosh, it's so predominant when they're going to save the captain and he's fighting, uh, you know, whatever his name is in the shaft, in the Palpatine shaft. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's and, and Zoe's like, no, 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 don't shoot. This is something the captain has to do for himself. And you just hear in the background, no, it's
4: not. And she's <laughs> just like, oh. oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> all
3: all the bullets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll Please all the pew. bullets.
1: Yeah. Josh, when that guy shot and was falling down the shaft, what did that make you think? Of? Oh,
3: why do you think I said Palpatine shaft? Because when he's falling down the <laughs> shaft, but it also was a little more Darth Maul too, because you get that's you what see, I was thinking. see him like actually thing. hit. I was thinking the
2: guy from Titanic
3: that falls off. Oh, that's a good one, too! Yeah! Yeah, oh, how unfortunate for that guy. Like, I'm totally gonna make it, and then just... Bam. And that's
2: why I don't go on cruises.
0: <laughs> Callie D says, Ricky, we can do a Dollhouse rewatch together. So there you go. There's your oh, next podcast after Best go. Flicks with Ricky D. That sounds Dollhouse great. with Callie and Ricky D. No relation. Two seasons... Um, Two seasons, do you, six seasons in a movie. Ricky D, do you have any? Do you have any other notes from this episode and you'd like to cover, Ricky D? Before we move to our weekly segment,
1: well, I was going to ask Kylie if she noticed Niska's lamp.
3: Oh, hey Kylie, uh, that was <laughs> don't don't do it. Don't Did no. You notice no. Niska's lamp.
1: That was actually a real Tiffany's lamp. It was a real Tiffany. And it was lamp. one of the most expensive items on the set. The I feel like she would have been the only on the one set. of us that would have really noticed that. She did not
0: notice. Not Sorry. my fault, no. Kylie. Sorry. Oh, yeah.
1: That's fine. <laughs> um,
0: my wife noticed she's a very big fan of the Winchester Mystery House, where they have a lot of old Tiffany glass and that kind of thing. And she was like, that looks particularly this way and um i believe one of our shepherds pointed that out to me as well several episodes back it may have been i think it may have been Susie, rosie if it was you please claim your credit now um one more oh sorry go ahead uh if you look at
1: wash when he's being pulled out of that torture area he seems to have spontaneously healed
3: <laughs> he's the Wolverine. there was a
1: lot of out of order shooting and mm-hmm. they shot his rescue scene before they filmed his torture scene. So while he's being tortured, he's got a bunch of cuts on his face, and he's got a big black eye and all this stuff. And when he's just kind of walking away with Zoe, or I guess being carried away by Zoe, he's in pretty decent he's shape. Kind he's kind of not little looking little. like he did in the torture area.
0: Well, I guess that's And he was not. But, uh... I I noticed it immediately, but what I noticed was that he was far less shiny once they got through the door. Like all of his sweat was suddenly gone, and he yes. was like, "But that was kind of the I mean, I didn't yeah, really fear sweat runs off quick. but it's, <laughs> it's 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 got a different chemical makeup." <laughs> but uh, anyways, I think since Kylie, Ricky, Josh, and Jake don't have any more episode notes, we are going to go ahead and jump right into our first segment of the week, which, as always, is going to be Simon Says. Simon Says is, of course, where we share our favorite quotes from the episode, even if they were not uttered by Dr. Simon Tam. Now, I'm going to attempt to maintain this format going forward, where I always have the guest go first, because that is, of course, the polite thing to do. Jake, if you would like to go first for Simon Says, what is your favorite quote from this episode? Rosie, I knew that you would notice that. Sorry, go ahead, Jake.
2: Uh, I want to say Mal's at the end, but I'm going to go with, uh, I'll be in my bunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, yes. do you have a, you have to do some you have a particular choice? Well, because he says it at least twice. Yeah, so, twice. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think care. the second That's one true. after
2: the second one after book, and he puts it up and he just kind of not <laughs> nonchalantly, but just kind of like, you know what he's going to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's us.
2: He has to go to the bathroom.
0: Yeah. It's still a little bit chalant. Um, so, Ricky D, what is your pick this week for Simon Says?
1: Uh probably gonna be taking somebody else's, that's too bad. But uh Zoe asks Shepherd Book, uh, isn't the Bible pretty clear about shooting people? And Shepherd Book responds, quite specific. It is, however, sorry, not it is, however, quite fuzzy. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's quite fuzzy, however, that, on the subject of Is that recap. a
3: real piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> What year is this, dude? He you ripped it out of a
2: notebook. His... Did you see
0: the notebook part? Yeah. <laughs> do you actually go back to 2002 just to watch
3: the show? Because that's a <laughs> that You don't have I a computer
0: have. in front of you, do you?
2: You just have like an easel with papers.
3: You got a trapper keeper <laughs> over there.
2: Keep all
0: your... For my trapper keeper to be over. <laughs> um, and he's writing... And he's writing with a gel pen.
3: Okay. So Oh gel pen's um, so too
4: pen. It
1: just happens
3: to be pink. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You don't got to lie gotcha. to kick it, Ricky. Well
0: while, while Ricky is getting his slap bracelet collection in order, we're gonna go to Josh and Kylie. What are you guys' selections this week for Simon Says?
4: Um, okay, so I'm always so bad at this. Um Yeah, the beginning of the episode she's but, like,
3: I have to write down my Simon says. And yeah. at the end she's like I didn't write, I didn't down write it some. down.
4: <laughs> well, okay. So either, either I was so into the episode or there wasn't a whole, lot, well, there was some, but you know, not as much as previous episodes, but I do have one. I did not come unprepared. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> so mine is um actually, and I just, it's not that it's necessarily a good or, you know, loquacious or prophetic kind of. Um, bringing it back. Yes, A kind of quote. But I really liked when um, they're talking and Jane, because Jane didn't want to go help save Mal right away, you know? And then finally when he comes and he's got Vera or whatever, and they're like, oh, you decided to come or something along those lines. He's like, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda, you know what I mean? Like, and I was like, that's a very Jane thing to say. Shoulda coulda woulda. That's kind of what I'm going to pick. And I wonder cuz that's something that a lot of people used to say back when I was in school and I wonder if it came from firefly cuz that would be about the right time frame. <laughs> Maybe. So, so uh, that's mine. I would mine. guess that it
0: came from manual Yeah, I would guess oh, that it came man- from manual laborers that hated their job. But
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> Perhaps.
0: That's my guess. <laughs> She's like, "Who's manual?"
4: <laughs> you know, that's what I said. I was like, uh, who, who?" i pronounced Manuel. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyways, um, I gotta say really quickly, I love everybody here who's watching live with us. Rosie, Callie, Rona, all you guys. Like, I love watching you interact with each other in the chat as well as talking to us. Like, I just am so grateful that we I just, just have the coolest
3: community. I want to give you a pointer real quick, but, Ricky. You you don't you have to reply all to those. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> if, if you go click on the that. little all button. Oh, does that go to every can, website? Yeah, you can match the, the icon with the people that are commenting. So, like, Rosie's commenting from YouTube, and you can go yep, click I the see YouTube that. icon. Just, uh, just a little tip. We yeah, have some We have some <laughs> that way really Roy cool. can't see what I'm saying. Exactly. That, that way, way you can keep everything <laughs> secret from the Facebook crew <laughs> and the Twitch crew. It's, it's, it's pretty... pretty uh, we
0: have some serious technology going on here at the sudden but inevitable <laughs> rewatch. Josh, go ahead with your selection for Simon says.
3: Um, I really liked and I I always find my stuff at the beginning of the episodes, but this one it was <laughs> when uh Book was they were having a little conversation and he was like a government is a body of people usually notably ungoverned. And I thought that was really freaking cool and especially in this day and age, like now in 2021, that is kind of more true than ever. Um, I mean, the, our government likes to pretend, but like, you know, it, it's very much so un- ungoverned. And most leaders in... Rules for thee and not for me. Exactly. exactly. There
4: is no war in Bossing. Say. Yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I just, I, I really
3: like that. That's Avatar
4: uh, Last Airbender, if really anybody like didn't know.
3: I did not, I but didn't. Airbender's coming back just uh, to let you know.
4: I know. That's why I just watched it, and that's why I said it's just it's so relevant in all sorts of archetypes of stories, you know? Yeah, for sure. So. But I just, and it's I, a good pick,
0: Josh, I think, because I it, it really speaks to, like, the, the whole atmosphere and, like, the themes of the show, right? Like, here's Mal always trying to escape the government. He just wants to be free, this, that, and the other thing it's very it's a quote that encapsulates a lot of what's great about the series. Callie's um,
4: team
3: Kylie. For me, yeah, yeah Callie's definitely team I Kylie. I have right
0: I and I I can't dispute that. I have like I said I've never seen the last airbender so I'm not going to Huh. Say anything disparaging about it? Yeah, man. What are do you doing? Well, do Callie, know, I'm I trying to seen get the first one, so. one
4: of the next seasons of Sudden But Inevitable <laughs> to be on Avatar: Last Airbender. So, so put a bug in Jesse's ear. So many seasons. Well, yes. there's,
0: no,
3: it's not. And there's, there's, there's got to be a rule. Nothing to it, is too. written
0: in stone. <laughs> nothing is written in stone. Well, we are going to so. do this
4: forever and ever and ever and ever until we die for the
0: rest of our right. lives. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, for me. Uh I think I have I have a couple, but I think if I had to pick one it would be when Wash and Mal are in the shuttle and they're kinda arguing back and forth. Wash says, I've been in a firefight before. Well, I was fired. in a fire. Actually I was fired from a fry cook opportunity. <laughs> I can handle myself. Yeah. And it, it just was like cute. Again one of those illustrations of, you know, Some of the characters have an excellent vocabulary and know exactly what they're doing. I definitely misread that comment. I'm gonna blow right past it. (laughs) Um, The other one that I had (laughs) was, um, I really like that at the very beginning, speaking of quotes that could encapsulate the entire series, right? At the very beginning, Simon says, sadistic crap legitimized by florid prose. That could describe Firefly itself, right? There's a lot of violence. There's like half formed ideas. The characters have ideologies that aren't quite, you know, fully there. but it they talk real pretty and everything looks great, and it's a lot of fun to watch. So I just thought that that was pretty cool as well. Um, the other thing that I found really cool about this episode when I was watching it was that I had to keep like reaching over to my bedside table and putting on my sunglasses. Because this episode, Ricky, is so shiny.
1: How shiny is it?
0: I'd love to just tell you how shiny it is, but that would be rude. So what I'm going to do instead is going to invite our guest, Jake, to tell us how shiny this episode is for him out of 10. After Jake, let's have Josh and Kylie go, and then Ricky, you go after them.
2: Uh, I'm gonna gonna say this is a ten. I uh, I enjoyed this one. It it gives you. It's a wash episode.
4: You know you love wash. I give it a ten. Awesome. I would agree with that. Um, I'm not gonna quite give it a ten. I think I'm gonna go with a nine. Um, But it was definitely very notable, very memorable uh, type of episode. Kept you on the edge of your seat. You got to see. A little bit more progression of River, which we've all kind of, you know, well, Josh and I um, have been kind of waiting for just to kind of see how that develops. So I think you got a little taste of all the things that you're kind of waiting for. And I'm just excited to see what happen ne- happens next.
3: Yeah. Um, man, I, I'm i going to probably go with a nine as well. Pretty much all those reasons. I I, I just I liked it. I was it's a good. One. It, was, it was Yeah that's all i got
0: i believe that would be ahead of your score for last week's episode right i think last week you did for me it was (laughs) yeah Yeah, i was was like you both like
4: this episode more yeah 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 yeah
3: Yeah, (laughs) i definitely liked it better than last week's episode but it's not a 10 for me like uh out of gas was Uh, correct
4: yes Mm.
0: agreed so cool go ahead ricky d i
1: mean it's got to be a 10 this episode kicked butt. It was funny, it was heartfelt, it was it pulled on
0: heartstrings. This episode was amazing. I'm going 10. So, um I guess there's no way to like prove that this is true, but I write my my personal rating down before we do the episode and before I hear everybody else's rating. Um and I can I guess I could try and turn the thing, but just trust me when I tell you. I actually wrote this rating down as a 10 out of 10 as well. Um, This is... it's, It's one of those... It's the same as Out of Gas. It's not a perfect episode of TV, but it's perfect for me. It's exactly what I wanted. It gives me all the right emotional moments. I get development for characters. I get growth for characters. I get a look at some characters' motivations. Um... I get backstory on Wash, who just continues to be unendingly interesting, right? Like he's he's from somewhere where they juggle geese. He's never heard of the planet Earth. And also he may not have been in the war and has a great vocabulary, really good at flying, not so good at frying. He seems like a great character to get to know. And we got to do some of that here. And it was just, it was like Ricky was saying, it's a Wash episode. It's so much fun, but it's also meaningful and poignant and it's totally fair for him to feel the way that he feels like I said a couple episodes back Wash lives at work with his boss and her boss and that has got to just be so impossibly stressful and I love that we get to see that yeah he's an amazing pilot amazing crew member excellent human being but he's not perfect he has cracks and he has Insecurities and Mal manages to use Wash's own insecurities to save his life. You telling me that th- I'm, this is what I'm getting in a space western on Fox in 2002? This is a 10 out of 10, and that's all there is to it. So I do want to give credit that... to Jake,
1: he is the one that referred to this as a Wash episode. So that was mm-hmm. him and not me, and I think oh. he that was a great way to describe it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've got. I've got everybody paranoid about the correction section now. I'm so excited. That's not what I said. I really, really like that. So,
3: Well, I would say that uh, you could take Kylie and my rating out of it and consider it a wash and give it a perfect 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not
0: going to do that to you guys. I'm not going to do that to you guys. But it does get a 48
3: out of 50 which is I just, really really and, you high. Know, and, and it's not that cuz it was a really good episode. Like I don't want to say, you know, I don't want to ruin this for everyone because No, no, no. You know, it's not ruined. But like it did open a lot of doors. And I and I'm and look, I'm trying really hard not to watch it like this, but I think the the reason I give it a 9 is because it opened so many doors. I
1: don't think you ruined it for us, Josh. It's just tarnished. That's fine. It-
5: That's fine. <laughs>
0: No, I would say I would say that but the that's... reason that I'm really glad that I went last is because I wanted Josh and Kylie's honest opinions on this, and they're looking at it from a different perspective than we are. And I think that's really important to take into account when we're hearing these ratings. Not that anybody has ever been like, why are Josh and Kylie's ratings so bad? Because nobody has done that ever, but... My point being, if you guys were to, like, let's say you guys drag this episode, and you're like, this is a three. What are you guys talking about? I still wouldn't be mad at you. I'd be like, oh, that's very interesting, and I'm very interested to see what you think on a rewatch. So, uh, I have done the math now. This puts us at a 9.6 out of 10 for this episode. Very, very good score. I don't think you guys tarnished or ruined anything, personally. I think that's a great score for this
3: episode. Everyone seems to love this one so much, and it just... For me, Out of Gas was my favorite episode so far. That one, hands down, has been yeah. the best well, episode of this season. And this episode just didn't capture me as much as that one did. And that would right. be the reason. And, you know. And like you said, a rewatch will probably change my mind. But Right.
0: And the reason I bring that up is because we have more attached to it. Like I was saying, you know, 20 years oh my gosh, they're about to get the river scene. Yeah. You know, they're going to get the river scene and you guys are like, we've been kind of waiting for this river scene. When's it good? Oh, okay. Here it is. Cool. And I'm like, no, this is like very, and you're like, yeah, we've been waiting. Like, so I, that's we why I she bring was up a the badass. We thing. just and wanted I, to see it. <laughs> yeah. And I really appreciate having two first time viewers with us. That's, I mean, you guys, Josh and Kylie, you're the impetus for this show. Like it could be uh, argued that you're the heart of the show. <laughs> Ricky is the brain of the show because it was his idea and I am the hairline of the show. The, and mouth. the facial hair, and oh and Jake is the pants. Jake
5: is
1: the pants. Jake is the pants. <laughs> so... I, I don't I want to say. I do you need to make an announcement. I have an important announcement. I didn't throw it out there when I gave my rating. This is my favorite episode.
4: Oh, Okay. Oh,
1: I would not have guessed. Yeah, that. I, we were concerned. Yes, this is my favorite episode. Concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> this is my favorite episode. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, you guys, there is one or two more bits of ship's business that we have to take care of before we get out of here. The first bit of ship's business is, as always, the sudden but inevitable shout out. Now, last week, I, when we went live, a very good podcaster friend of ours, who's also local to our area, happened to be going live at basically the same time. And we both figured out after our shows were over, like, oh, hey, I just missed your show because my show. So can I watch it? being in a band, dude. And I had, yeah. And I had this person on my list for the shout out. And I just, I I missed it because I think what happened was I thanked somebody and Josh was like, let me pile on some more thanks because we love this person. And then I just skipped it when I was reading back through. So this is me rectifying that. The first person on the Sudden But Inevitable shout-out this week is at unstyledb on Twitter, and that's actually Pixie, which is – Pixie is one of the co-hosts of Next on Stage 1, which is a podcast about the adult entertainment industry. Pixie and her co-hosts have over 40 years of experience in the industry. They know what they're talking about. They've known each other a good while. Their show is very fun, very funny, definitely not safe for work. Um, Pixie has liked, retweeted, suggested our show, like – countless times like i literally cannot keep track of the number of times she's retweeted or told somebody to listen to our show when they ask for recommendations and it and she does this for every podcast that she follows on twitter it's not like we're special or something she does this for tons of podcasts every podcast that she follows so if you run a podcast or if you're a good person who likes to share the love go follow at unstyled B on twitter thank you so much so much pixie we i can confidently say would not have the reach that we have if it were not for you pixie
3: so thank yeah, you yeah i can actually say that too especially with the twist of my arm podcast i just want to give a big uh tma thanks to uh to her for that
0: did we make pixie a shepherd oh <sighs> I don't remember so. if we made Pixie a shepherd, but you know what, Pixie? You are now officially a shepherd of shine. Welcome to the Shepherds of Shine, Pixie. Mm-hmm. Up next on the Sudden But Inevitable shout-out.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> it's great. Oh, you're good. I couldn't help myself.
0: We've got at Still Broken on Twitter, which is... Uh, Still Broken was our, our 200th follower on Twitter, and this actually happened last week, so I'm very sorry that I missed you, Still Broken. Entirely my fault again. I... I My preparation for the show last week may have seemed really great. I don't think it did, Uh, but it was not. So I I was trying to make notes at the last minute and I missed your name and I'm really sorry about that. I want to say thank you personally for being follower number 200 for us on Twitter. Very cool. Very big moment for us. I think right now we're at 246. So if anybody has 54 friends on Twitter, you know where to send them. Um, I'm gonna open it up here, Josh. Do you have anybody from the TMA Network socials that you would like to shout out this week?
3: I did not write them down. I.
0: Oh, actually, you know what? Let me take care of that for you, Josh. We're gonna shout out at Intrepid DM. I Thank think you. it's at the Intrepid DM. Thank you. Yes. This is our friend Roy. You may have seen him in the live chat. In the live chat, um, I got a chance to check out the Intrepid DM's Twitch stream the other night. So much and, fun! And I mean, seriously, this guy is like. He's better than we are at podcasting at streaming. Like, he's very, very good. He's all about positivity, imagination, being intrepid, you know, being willing to go on an adventure, being willing to learn, that kind of thing. I love everything happening over at Roy's channel. So, definitely, we'll get that figured out for sure. But I believe it's at the intrepid DM on Twitter. So, definitely check
3: that out. I mean, we just I've had a kind of a plethora of new followers, and I I know that a lot of that is due to this show and the followers that we have for SPI. So Mm. I do appreciate all the new people that are paying attention to the network now because it's, you know, with Sudden But Inevitable, there's there's a lot there's a lot more underneath the surface, you know, and it's it's really nice to see other people engaging in the Marvel Cinematic Monday, also known as Marvel Canon Madness. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, but I mean, it's just it's really cool to see not just the community helping out the SBI show, but then also in turn helping out the TMA network. So I really do appreciate everyone that has um, shared or liked something or, you know, sent us an email or visited our website or anything like that. It all counts every even just a click on the twist podcast dot counts for something um, for us. And, and every time you guys do that, I, I can't thank you enough. So um, pretty much anyone that, that follows or likes this show, I freaking appreciate the hell out of you. So. <laughs> so before we get
0: to the last thing I have here, which is just I'm going to ask you to wax poetic about yourself, Jake, and where people can find you online and get a hold of your writing. Um, But here's just a couple really quick things. We have, and I think we mentioned this last week, we have a voicemail line set up for the sudden but inevitable rewatch. If you want, you can call 508-938-9478, that's 508-93-twist, and you can leave us a voicemail. Tell us what your selection for this week, Simon Says, is. Tell us how shiny this episode is for you. Issue a correction on one of our Goran mistakes. We would love to hear your voice. We'd love to play it on the show. If you don't want us to, that's fine. We don't have to. Let us know. We won't play it on the show. But I would love to hear from you. Josh, Ricky, and Kylie would love to hear from you. Know, I know we
3: would. And that number is open for every show that we do. So if you want us to cover something on Marvel, if you want us to cover something on QuestMe, if you have a band that you know would be good on basement sessions or anything like that, like you can just call us or even text that number. The text will also go to our inbox, I believe. So
0: Say your name and what show you're dropping something for, and we'll get you incorporated. Um, The other thing that we really continue to appreciate and ask is that if you are listening to the show on uh, Podchaser or Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you can rate and review the show, please definitely do go leave us that five-star rating and review. I don't even care what you write in your five-star review. I'll read it online. You can drag us the whole review. As long as it's five stars, I'll read it on the show. I don't even care. (laughs) <laughs> but it really helps other people find the podcast, and it helps us grow, and it helps us rank higher, and people discover us easier that way. Um, and of course, like Josh was mentioning, if you want to get everything for this show in one place, you can go to twistmyarmpodcast.com slash SBI, all of the sudden but inevitable rewatch goodness is there we've got the past video streams we've got a playlist of all the podcasts you can find everything there oh the sudden but inevitable unboxing is also available there where you can see us get our cool gifts from shepherd saxon so i think that leads me to you jake jake where can people get a hold of you online and where can they read your work
2: uh i run a blog called heartlineshorts.com h-a-r-t-l-i-n-e shorts.com all one word uh you can find me at on instagram at heartline shorts and twitter uh at jake heartline j-a-k-e-h-a-r-t-l-i-n-e all one word that's that's my Very plugs
0: cool. Cool. And if you go to if you go to our Twitter, you will see Jake there as well because we have been retweeting his stuff this week in preparation for tonight's appearance. Yeah, and and honestly, like I was saying, go read Jake's work. It they're like five ten minute reads. They're definitely worth your mm-hmm. time. You're gonna get feels out of it. I promise. Um, looks like we have our first ever text message to our question line. It says, "Is Ricky." D- oh, I'm not going to read that. That's discouraging to Ricky D. Somebody <laughs> yeah, just texted us an insult yeah. about Ricky D. Who would do that? That's mean. Uh, Ric- I can't uh, believe that's, somebody that's would hilarious. insult Ricky D through our
3: text line. That's mean. It's hilarious. It was Ricky Ooh. D. So, I, I, I already know what my grand mistake would is going like, to be next week. So
0: <laughs> If you would like... <laughs> To insult Ricky D through our text line, you can hit us up at 508-93-twist. You can follow us on Instagram at podcast. I think we're six to eight followers away from 100 on Instagram. Would really appreciate going over the hump there. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at sudden butt. And as I mentioned before, you can get everything all in one place at twistmyarmpodcast.com slash SBI. Josh, go ahead and hit that music. As always, I have been your captain this week, Jesse. And I would like to say thank you to our guest, Jake, for joining us. So, with that, I'm Jesse. I'm Jake. This is Ricky D, Best Flicks Ricky D. I'm Josh.
4: I'm Kylie.
0: Josh, take us out of the world.